Alright, so... I guess, uh, one, one thing, I mean, I mean the, the narcissism thing is by far the biggest problem because it expands to every aspect of life in terms of who you support, who you don't support, everything. And I had, and I did spend a good deal of time on that. So let, let me kind of go down just this quick list of things. And then I'll, I'll just go back to them. Cause that, what I don't want to do is just completely like bypass anything. But if I spend too long on any one thing, it'll take away from others. And eventually I'm going to get self-conscious, if not just done with it all. And I don't want to just kind of not speak on some things. So I will go down. I will go down a couple things now and then go back to it. Um, the only thing I did in preparation for this was like write one page of just like bullet points. Which I haven't even looked at yet. Um, so let's see. All right. So what these are these are kind of bullet points which I can get into more but um the deprioritization the, the deprioritization of legitimacy the refusal to call out intention the deprioritization of morality morality Whew. that's my that's I mean that's what my entire life is based on my entire life I am a one-person cult of morality. It's, it's the loneliest cult in the world. Yeah. The weaponization of bias. Kind of, quote-unquote, emotion means illogical. The framing of everything. Just being completely fucked. I mean, just consider the terms used. Consider the pictures shown. Consider who the appeal is designed for. And then imagine if it was all framed in morality. Morality and business, they can coexist. This isn't some sort of bleeding heart crap. This is setting the bar for morality at the lowest imaginable, acceptable point. And yet still seeing that bar never met, ever. In terms of... Uh, Framing, a lot of it is just societal, societally based. I mean, consider this to start out with, positivity. What is considered positive and what types of people are considered positive people? And I can answer that real quickly. Um, if I get back to it, I will go into depth. But positive people in, in general are just people, they're considered positive because they don't say anything. And that really sums it up. They don't stand for anything, so they're positive. Why can't you be more positive, like fill in the blank? You want me to just not speak on anything. So what do you actually stand for? And how can you not speak on anything? For me as an empath, I feel no matter what, I can't not. I can't not speak on, on things. It viscerally hurts me when, when things that hurt other people keep happening and they're celebrated. 
even as someone who has no influence. I just don't get how it's okay. Alright, the weaponization of language and insane cult devotion to language. Um, I mean, words, these words have literally no meaning because they've been drained to the point of like absolutely nothingness. Like joke word, like, I mean, politics? What does politics mean? Politics means nothing. Absolutely nothing. Politics is mostly a word that like is used to talk about why you don't speak about politics. Mommy didn't give me cake for breakfast because politics. It's fucking stupid, man. So the question when anybody mentions politics in like in a nonsense way, just ask them what isn't politics? What isn't politics? What is not politics? Cuz that'll tell you a lot. Nobody ever asked that. It's got so political. As opposed to what? Is just disagreeing with someone always political? Like, what is in politics? Again, everything is. So, if everything is, it's either that or nothing is. Because once some once it's generally accepted that anything is politics, if you want it to be, that eliminates nothing. It, it eliminates everything and nothing. There, there, there's nothing. It becomes meaningless. Liberal. The hell is a liberal? These fucking liberals. Oh my god, there's no word I mock more than liberal because it's so stupid. The liberal New York Times. If that word means even anything close to what liberal means in terms of like being open-minded and everything, New York Times is fucking hell no, it's not liberal. Jesus Christ. I mean, look into its history. Look into, look into current events. Washington Post. Look into all that stuff. It's called liberal as an attack, as a weaponization. That's all it is. These words are used as weapons. Because people are scared shitless of words like that. They like they don't want to be viewed as too... Huh. I mean, you should just talk about a fucking useless word, woke. Like, what the fuck is woke? It's just, it's stupid. I'm not even going to offer what it would like the the legit definition because it's stupid. It doesn't matter. It's just a buzzword used by people as a weapon. Like anybody who uses that word in any fucking way, I don't even care. They are somebody who is a bad faither. You want to use a, any buzzword? Fucking hey, there you go. Put that into the, into the lexicon of stupidness. Uh, a bad faither. Because like I'm sure that'll be drained of its life in no time. I've never met anyone else who uses it like I do. Like, bad faither. Faith? Nothing to do with religion. Nothing. Bad faither is somebody who does things. I think I mentioned this before. And I kind of twist it into a pretzel. 
and uses it for their own benefit while taking away the good faith meaning of how that word was initially represented. In other words, it's used as a scare tactic. Because that's how every fucking thing is, which is used as a weapon. Everything is designed to scare you into what could be. And to make you not consider what is and how fucking scary that is. And there's no word that does that. No two words more than communism and socialism. Does anyone even fucking bother to look those words up? What they actually mean? I mean, just the fact that there's levels of each. You really think fucking communism and Castro? Fuck off. That's not communism. That's fascism, you dipshit. Like, what, what, is, what is going on? People who, who think communism and socialism are like the devil? Do they really know what they're talking about? They're talking about the most extreme types, which you could use for anything. Once you start going extreme... For any subject, it devalues it. But the extreme for somehow communism, socialism, that has been a scare tactic. That is the most unifying aspect of government ever. Because you want to talk about, oh, the, the left and the right, the Democrats and Republicans, they can't agree on anything. I'll tell you what they can agree on. It's, it's the hatred of communism and socialism. Because, not because of the actual words. It's because of what those words do to people. It melts their minds. That is brainwashing to the highest degree. You want to talk about Fox News brainwashing? How about this? The fact that if you say socialism to anyone, that they'll give you what they consider it is, and it ends up being fascism. And it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, there's levels to everything. Look up democratic socialism. It's just... You want you want to know what it is? It's just making it clear that equity should be prioritized. That's it. Equity, a word that has been bypassed in favor of equality. Why? Not hard to figure out because equality allows people to just have these stupid-ass arguments back and forth. Whereas equity, that's a legitimate word. So of course it's easier to just let people rail against each other with equality when equity should be the priority. How the fuck are you going to tell me equity shouldn't be? If you're in favor of a society where people aren't given 
fair shot to be equal? Because that's what it is. Equality can't occur without genuine, genuine attempts at equity. If you're saying that shouldn't happen, then you are... I mean, it's just hateful to, to... I don't even know if it's necessarily hateful as much as just entitled. Sometimes it is hateful. Other times it's entitled. Sometimes it's both. But there's no argument against why people shouldn't at least have a fair shot. That doesn't mean everyone will be equal. It means they have a chance to be. And if they were put in a position by fuckery, which doesn't give them a fair shot, then goddamn it, boost them up. Make an attempt at empathy. Empathy isn't something that people have or do not have. I know I am an empath. I didn't choose this. 99.999% of the world is not. So they can't just say, oh, I empathize with you. You can attempt. You can't understand what another person is going through. Don't say, don't say empathize when you mean sympathize. I'm not even sure you mean sympathize. But empathy is something you attempt. And if you're not willing to attempt something, then you're a fucking asshole. When it comes to empathy. Like, there's no argument for this. This is what I'm talking about with there's so much nuance in life. So much gray area. But to argue that equity is a bad thing, like, what? Are you... Who melted your mind? This isn't about education. This isn't about being an expert and understanding things. This is about a choice you made, man. And some people, they, 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 they can be brainwashed. But let me tell you something. It's not based on education. Because if you look at a lot of the people who are charging the machine on... Uh, on whether both sides, they are very well educated, and they are they are very well economically. <laughs> so not everyone, but uh, I don't know. It's just very interesting how it all kind of it just all seems like everything's weighed over to the people who want to keep all the power with the rich. I mean, I don't want to say it's all about green, but it's all about green. And and then you can just add the fuckery along with it. It doesn't make sense, man. Like, these fake arguments that are invented just to make certain groups feel 
like they're being marginalized, it's insane. Like it's and it's not insane that it happens because of course it's going to happen. People, there's always going to be horrible people. The insane thing is those who enable it from another side. Like these anti-mask people during the pandemic. Who say like, oh, it's the government. If it, like, if, if this is your first time questioning the government, I got a whole other bunch of questions for you. Because they do shady shit all the time. Like all of them. Like that's the reason because the government is trying to do something and the other billion things they do that are, that are just blatantly shady. You never question that. What the hell is wrong with you? Like that's the thing about these conspiracy theorists. How do they how do they pick their interesting events? And I ask that not seriously because it's obvious. It's because certain events are very clearly brought to their attention more than others. It's not random. It is very clear. The same way, it's very clear that many of these arguments would not be possible without somebody, a few people who are trained in how to respond to these types of things from like the Fox News side. Like Tucker Carlson, if he isn't part of Fox News, whatever, that's not even the point. He... He is trained in a way to speak a certain way and to think about things in a certain way, which, yes, he might deviate at certain points and times, but mostly he's there to provide a blueprint for what his uh, quote-unquote fans can say when they're presented with this. If he wasn't and and, uh, other Fox News people or whoever it is weren't, there would be no counter-argument against legitimacy. Because these topics are stupid. And to say, to argue that it's being both sides by the media, no, it's not. Anybody who does the both sides thing, they are not doing both sides. They are favoring very clearly what is fuckery? Because to say morality cannot be involved in reporting is bullshit. People who are like journalism, 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 they don't, they don't even know what journalism is. And honestly, it's a lot of the people who work in the media. It's wild. Say, oh, journalism, this should be more like this, like this, like this. Like what? Because they should be moral. And again, this isn't like these highly intellectual debates. What I'm saying, in terms of morality, is the lowest bar imaginable. What I'm saying is bias should exist. Because bias always exists. 
no matter what you're biased towards. Are you going to say a journalist should not be biased in favor of truth, morality, accountability, intellectual honesty, and critical thought? Whoever I ask that directly to, chances are they're going to say, oh, well, you know, obviously they should be biased towards that. Well, then what? When it comes down to it, you just don't like it because they're against your favorite team? Like, there comes a point where you just have to fucking call bullshit and as, as it is. I remember um, Bomani Jones gave a great example of like a couple years ago when the, the Cleveland, as, as they were known at the time, Indians. Um, I think they put they put it out there like, or maybe they didn't put it out there. They they were going to change their their team name, and people were like protesting whatever because that's what. That's what they do. People are just like, oh, I love, my, I love my team. If you change the name, uh, I will never forgive you. You lose all kinds of business, blah, blah, blah. And if I am correct in the way this was, this ended up, I believe it was just, they didn't, they just stopped caring about what the people had to say. They changed the name and they moved on. They are the Guardians now and people accepted it and that was that. And that's what you have to do. If you keep giving this space to horrible people, then all it is going to do is motivate them and enable them. These people who are protesting um, the the book banning stuff, like they're in favor of the book banning. Like, if you keep giving them. justification to do this they will keep doing it and they will do it more and they will do it with more vigor because the people at these events I think there was like one person ProPublica did a uh, story on this now of all the people arrested it's like 60 people in the last couple months or something only one person got jail time and it was the only person who was actually there to stand up for a marginalized group. I think they were there for like, I don't, I don't know, I, like, I think a book was banned for um, LGBTQ or something. And so they were there to protest that and uh, they were arrested and they, were, they got jail time. But there were like 60 people, the other 59, they were let off. And you know what? Those other people... They were there protesting how these books were like all making people pedophiles or something. Like, how is that not highlighted by every everything? And to consider it just, oh, the media is stupid? No. If you consider that, that means you're stupid. And that's wh- that's where... I, I still don't even know the word for it, but the people who have jobs as media accountability people, they basically, they, their job is to hold the media accountable, like people like uh, Jay Rosen, Dan, um, Dan uh, Frumkin or whatever. 
they don't seem to understand this at all. Or they understand it exactly, which I think is much more likely the case. And they just constantly harp on the fact that, oh, the, these uh, media companies or journalism or whatever, journalists, they just don't get it. How many times can you say that? Because they've probably said that like at least triple digits over the last year. And it's gone back much further in time. Like this isn't anything new. So what's going on? How many times can this keep happening before you actually apply intentions? Because if you don't, after a certain amount of time, if it's basically like you you walk up to somebody every day and they punch you in the face, and you're like, that sucks, don't do that. It happens every day. And, you, and there's never any intention involved. It's just, oh, they're just doing it. What the hell is wrong with you? Yet, I seem to be it. I'm the only one. And, and Sarah Kenzie. Again, who again? Sarah is awesome. But everyone else, like, they, it's just constantly, oh, these people are just stupid or they're in it for the clicks and the access. The clicks and the access. Shut the fuck up. Like, come on. They're in it because they benefit from it. And the people who are in charge of their publications, that is where the orders come from. Because the rich people, guess what? This is, this is going to be shocking. They support other rich people. And anything, any class, race, anything besides that is just what could help them. That's why, I, I mean, with Trump, ugh, even mentioning his name, but like, I still, I'm not even sure if he's racist. And yes, there's about a million things proving that yes, his actions prove he is, his words prove he is, yes. I think he's such a, a narcissist and it might get into the levels of uh, uh, whatever the word is, uh, bastard, narcissist, um, not a psychopath, a, um, I don't know, the word where like, you just don't even feel any emotion. Um, God damn it. Whatever, whatever. but uh, like, it's just whatever benefits him. He just weaponizes anything for whatever can help him. It's all about him. Like, sociopath is the word I was trying to think of. But, um, I, I mean, I don't even think it matters. If anything, it might be worse. The way he does it. Because to never actually say anything outright and to do it 
so that it's kind of, even though it's not on the down low, like, I mean, it just allows them to enable these groups even more. Because nothing's just blatant. They can be more sneaky about it, if anything, sneaky. And not much is sneaky. <laughs> like, when people say, oh, he said the quiet part out loud. No, nothing's quiet. Nothing has been quiet. Nothing is quiet. Nothing will be quiet. They, like, everything has been said. Like, yeah, there's stuff that can be, like, going all in. But nothing's quiet. That, that expression needs to go away. So the question becomes, like, these media accountability people who just never actually apply intent to anything. And forget the media, every, everything. The rich people, there's never any intent. intent. And I don't know if it's a legal thing where, like, oh, you can't say that about them. Or if it's a, a, a you-don't-know-my-heart thing. Where it's like, you can't accuse me of doing this on purpose. Like, you, do, you don't know my intentions. You don't know my heart. Man, take, take away uh, some money, and um, you'll know their heart. Consider the addictions in society. Consider the mindless cliches buzzwords, the confirmation biases, the persecution complexes. Just consider it. I still remember when the, uh, I think it was the Dallas Mavericks stopped playing the national anthem at games. Nobody cared. Nobody noticed. Then it was reported in the news. It became, and the, like Fox News or something picked up on it and it became a big story and then they had to play the anthem again. Why? You know what the, uh, the explanation given was? It's because it's a tradition. It's a long-standing, long-running tradition. Nothing has to make sense. Why do why do why does the pledge of allegiance exist at schools? There's no reason. It's just it's just just what it is. If something makes sense, by all means. But stop doing things just to do it. Like the worst is this whole like the people who uh, fucking with the Constitution, like they are spoken of and thought of like they are some bastions of morality. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I'm sure there's plenty of things which they aren't uh, quite up to uh, standards on in terms of morality. At least my standards. But all of a sudden, it's, it's everything is kind of... I don't think they had this in mind when the Constitution w was written in terms of, like, crazy shit that, like, gets bypassed or passed or whatever. Like, who cares? Who cares what they... Man, you like, anything else in life, if it was done in, like, the 1700s or 1800s, like, you think 
it should be measured up to right now. Like that's the thing about progressive. And the way that progressive is thought of as like negative. Why why do people not want to progress in life? The only way you wouldn't want to progress is just because if you're living easy and everything is already angled in your favor and everything is designed in your favor. Like there's no there's no other reason. Like progressive as as a bad word like but progressive is automatically associated with communism and socialism. And then it just dies. I mean, that's the thing. Like, when you look at progressives, like the progressive wing of Congress, most of them aren't even progressive. They just need a bunch of people to, like, fill up that wing. And the progressives who even are progressive, they don't ask for much of anything. And even the, the progressives like, who are considered, like, ultra-progressive, who are always, like, considered, like, oh, these, um... Far, far left. Like, what does that even mean? They want they want every, they want too much equity. They want too much equality for for people. They want people to be too happy. Um, I mean, the the only person who I who I ever like really had hope for. I remember AOC. Like, I was I was really into the potential of what she represented. And then there was a there was a couple of events where she just like. It wasn't even that she did something I didn't believe in. It's the fact that she did she refused to or not even refused. She just didn't have enough pressure on her to explain herself when she made decisions to abstain from two very 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 important voting things. And I'm not trying to get this into spe- like you can look into the history of what she abstained from and. The biggest thing she always supposedly stood for was to kind of be whatever the word is uh, transparent in terms of what she did and why she did it. And when she when those two things occurred back to back, it's like fuck off, like you can't do this. Like you can do things I I don't agree with, but to just not. To, to base your entire thing on like one thing and then to be so cowardly. I'm trying to avoid mentioning specific people in this because there are many specific people who've done many specifically horrible things. So to mention like AOC does much better things than 99% of the people who I could mention. It's where it gets into shady areas because, yeah, I understand how it's not for the best to bring up people who generally do good when there's so many people who do bad. But I don't know. Just like, just be consistent, man. Be be a source of hope. It's tough, man. I know it's it's got to be tough being so on an island. But trust me, I know what that's like. And 
she knows she is that hope. And just don't be... I don't know. Like, people aren't focused on, like, what she's wearing and all that kind of stupid shit. As always, I am on an island, like, thinking of these two times when she let me down by just not explaining things. Like, it's just legitimacy. That's what I want. And that's what I should have the right to demand from everyone. Just be legitimate, man. This, like, shadiness. This weirdness. This whole, like, thing where, like, like, if you have a problem with someone, just talk to them. That's what... I I mean, it has nothing to do with AOC, right? Although, um... These weird, like, Twitter back and forth with people in government, I don't even want to... Like, I mean, it, it applies to everything. Like, because people just don't... Talking to each other makes too much sense, I guess. And when you only have to make one response, I guess that just lightens the load of any sort of uh, legitimacy. Because your only response is just to insult somebody else, and, like, that's it. Nothing else matters. And insulting someone, that's what gets the applause. It's never doing something good. It's always just going negative. Um, my personal hell. Okay, where nothing is actually good. Just a matter of what's better relative to something else. In essence, nothing is actually good. So the bar keeps being lowered while many keep celebrating whatever is better than the other thing. Apply this to everything in society. Okay, takes over analysis, quantity over quality, volume over substance. See, my question is, why do people lie about their desire for legitimacy if they don't want it. That's what I want to know. And that brings me back to when I, I first, I remember I first started in the college basketball media and I remember I, I sent, phew, God, talk about ignorance to a next level by me. I remember, I, like, I did this, I did this poll. It was a fan poll. See how people thought. And I sent direct messages to like thousands of people. It was insane. Like really good questions in terms of how people watch games, what they thought about players on their team, what they thought about players on the other teams, um, how they viewed them, blah, blah, blah. Other fans, like all kinds of stuff. Got the answers back. It was really interesting. And then... Only like a month into the season, I realized they just all lied. They all lied. All they want to do is just yell at their screen and hate everyone on the other teams and hate every other fan and blame the refs for everything. 
because there's not like has any team ever lost and their and their fans didn't blame the refs. Has that ever happened? When they're okay, other than when their team loses by by a million points. Or goals or touchdowns, who knows? It's sports ball, <laughs> but um, like I just—is that really what it's about? I remember the team, the team I was covering. I mean, I was, like I don't know why I'm being like sketchy about it, Duke. Um, probably because when I say I covered Duke, immediately there's going to be some association with me. So I'll say, I never had any sort of complex in terms of persecution complex the way that 99% of those fans do. And it, and, it just, and it freaking ran me over like a freight train. I remember Duke won the championship in 2015. And immediately, like right after the buzzer, people were like sending me messages on, on Twitter about like, Recruiting for the next season. I'm like, dude, just enjoy the win. It was the, it, like it wasn't even anything like where I told him to shut up or anything like that. I never told anyone to shut up. So it was respectful, just like, hey, enjoy the win, man. They just won the championship, and I was attacked by by like a, a legit portion of the fan base. And that's what happens when you're not just endlessly devoted to hate. Like everything is about what what's going to happen, and everything is about hating everyone else. There's nothing about the appreciation of this sport and everything which is appreciated. I mean, I love, I love, and I haven't even watched sports in years. It's crazy because I spent. The mass majority of my life, living and breathing sports. Career-wise, I mean, I, I I taught tennis for years. I eventually quit because it's just the the mo- the money felt weird. I mean, I was also at a country club, working at a country club, not a member, and it's just like it wasn't. It's just, I felt like I needed to be doing things which help people more. Is that a look at me, Louis thing? Who fucking knows? But, I mean, that was actually right before everything kind of... I mean, I went back to school and then it, it, right... I remember it was a couple months before I was about to receive my graduation, where I was about to graduate. That's when everything started imploding on me. I could feel it. It wasn't. Even, it wasn't even anything necessarily. I mean, there were things in my life, but it was what it was. Kind of like <clears throat> I don't want to sound like a, some weird like Star Wars thing. Like I could feel the darkness around me, which has until right now, not until including right now, like it's gone. It's kept going. It sucks, man. I don't know. 
but just in terms of like how like why are people like that I don't know there's no reasoning except that's just the way it is so for someone like me who again understands the nuance and everything but something like that for there's never any attempt at an answer it's just that's the way it is and the media and like the, and that's what put me on an island because if I I mean Duke fans they were, I don't know I, I just did I did I went above and beyond in terms of giving the best coverage I could and looking at it objectively I mean I would like literally spend I, I like three jobs at the time spend all spend money I didn't have on like I remember I bought synergy synergy is a thing where like you got all the clips from every game all the stats and everything like really in-depth stats I'd break it all down like all down I'd sell I, I'd I'd separate every game clip by clip into like these little portions into to where I could like really really analyze and share and just every single thing whether it was a player or a team whether it was a play I would understand what was going on and the stats like it was just fascinating to see like this is what I saw when I watched the game let's see if Wait, the stats didn't agree. Let me let me compare. Let me let's let's see how this how this how this works. Oh, the stat doesn't agree. Okay, then fine. Sometimes the stats will kind of uh, share what what you saw. Sometimes the stats won't. But if, if they won't, let's let's see. Let's let's find out why. That is completely absent. Because right now there is a weird devotion, not just sports, but everything of, of like staying in the lane. I remember there was a mockery of. I think it was Trump when he told somebody like. Keep like uh. Well, my mind's blanking. Something dribbling. Keep dribbling. Shut up and dress. Shut up and dribble. Shut up and dribble. That was it. Um. Well, I have to get that. But uh, yeah, and everyone mocked it. But like that's kind of what people are, in terms of what they subscribe to, and it's fucking weird. And that's what actually prevents legitimate discussion because people are so determined to stay in their lane where they're considered an expert by. I don't know. I mean, the media are just fans of each other. Like, there's nothing legitimate that makes them more legitimate than anyone else. Like, somebody, somebody like, shares a story, like, uh, it's just other media people who are celebrating it. Like, it, it's really weird. But, um, what, what, uh, what was my point? Um, yeah, so, so there's, like, in, in sports, there's the analytics people, and there's the non-analytics people. Why? Isn't the most obvious thing in the world to watch the game? To develop opinions based on your eyes? And then, well, not even and then, along with looking at stats and then seeing what aligns, seeing what doesn't align, seeing if you can, de if you can develop kind of a reasoning for it. That's not a thing. Because it, sh it sure as hell doesn't seem to be.
It's weird. And when I covered the team, Sheriff Hell didn't seem to be cared about or appreciated or anything. I mean, the other the other people who covered the team, they sure as hell didn't. Like, they were just... Oh my, their opinions were awful. Like, they were just... I don't, see, I don't even want to go there. Like, I remember the last season I covered the team. It's the closest I've ever come to just negative. Because it's the, it's the first time I ever said, like, my coverage... Like, this is the best coverage. Because even though I knew it previously, to actually say that could be deemed ripping somebody else. And, like, I, I don't do that. And I even, like, I, rem- I remember, like, thinking to myself, like, this can't be coming off natural because I don't even, like, I'm s- it makes me so uncomfortable. Like, I hate negativity like everyone else in the world seems to love it because the, all their negativity is based on just things that like oh it's not that serious no they, they like they just all they're doing is insulting people all the time that's all anybody's doing just insulting people and the people who aren't all they're doing is preaching about how they're not insulting people <laughs> like it's fucking stupid Everyone's a, everyone has a persecution complex. Some people justifiably have a victim complex. I mean, man, it's just shit is so obvious. Just call it as it is. Be there for other people. See, so the question is like, if I, I'm, I, I keep ranting about stuff like what's the solution the solution is the most obvious fucking thing in the world just be a like stop hating everything because the the craziest thing is to take what I'm saying and to think I'm being negative and yet that is what will ultimately be what's kind of taken from this by many people because standing up for what's good is never interpreted as actually being good people just like bitching about stupid shit which again brings me to what's positivity people who say nothing and that can't be accepted I mean I don't want to make this about generational Stuff because I don't believe in that like most people. Most people will separate everything into generation. I, I don't and I won't. But I, w- I will say like when I, w- I remember like going to school and there was just there was a kind of a positive stress of like just don't be an asshole to people in school. Even if you were outside of school. Just don't do it in school. Even if it's, you're just faking being not horrible. <laughs> like, just don't be an asshole in school. You'll get in trouble for it. Now, it's just always it's rewarded. 
And yeah, social media has made it all kind of elevated, obviously. That goes without saying. But also, stuff that goes without saying is no longer going without saying. So I need to understand that myself. And I think that's like one thing where, again, I don't want to bring up somebody who I generally consider to be really, really good and point them out for something that I don't consider to be really, really good. But I think, but like Dan Levitard with the Levitard show, I listen to that show more than anything. Like that's probably been the most consistent thing I, I listen to over the like past like decade of my life. Or listen to, watch anything. Probably the most consistent thing in my life, which is crazy. But, um, like he starts out many things with an assumption of like, oh, we're all on the same page here. And that's a huge mistake. So, so like, it presents things as we need to put another side, we need to put the other side for something that doesn't have another side. Like, um, there's a coach, uh, Frank, uh, Frank, 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 uh, oh, God, I can't remember. Um, he was Kansas State, then South Carolina. Frank something. It's Cuban. <laughs> so, um, I only laugh because Dan's Cuban, too. Um, like, well, whatever. But, um, like, his whole thing was, like, teachers, school teachers, they deserve to be paid more. I mean, yeah, it sounds obvious. And Dan would mock it. Like, he, he would mock them for saying, like, oh, because it was obvious. It's like, oh, you can't say that. Like, it's too obvious. Like, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, it's, it's funny. But, like, at the same time, teachers are fucking underpaid as hell. And they're not getting paid more. So, to present that as, like, not important or worthy of being mocked. Like, how many other people do you see, like, who are influential saying pay teachers more? Especially right now, where it cannot be fun to be a teacher, and to think it, and to pretend like we don't know where this is headed. Ugh, with the with the with what's going on in schools and what Florida is especially doing, but it's not about Florida. It's not about any one specific area. It's about what it represents on the whole and what it's all coming to. Don't limit it to certain places. That is not good. Oh, it's just Florida being Florida. What the hell do you think other st- other places aren't learning from it? What they can get away with? Like, don't say, oh, society has taught us. Be on the right side of history. There's no fucking right side of history if it's not framed as the right side of history. Like, people give these, like, weird history lessons on social media, but don't actually explain it. Because just knowing what happened doesn't help right now. Because it'll be, again, I've used the term like twisted like a pretzel over and over, but like it will be. There are people, there are bad faithers who will basically consider it their job to do that. So the, the, these. Fucking stupid ass media people who are like, oh, our job is like 
just report things down the middle. There's no fucking down the middle when we're, in, in times like these. You need to explain it and you need to explain it with morality or you are not doing your job. Because otherwise, here's a question. If you show a cute dog on TV, say, oh, it's cute. Hey, biased media. There's people who, who consider dogs ugly. And you're not giving them what 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 uh, their their what they want to see from TV or whatever with their point of view. So why why is it okay to show cute? Why is it okay to say the dog's cute? That's biased in favor of cute dogs or or some sort of dog thing. I don't know, but like you could argue anything is biased. And you know what? As I I think I I don't even think I continued um, what I started to say when. I said, everyone's biased. I'm biased towards truth, morality, everything. To just report things as is does not show an understanding or to, for people who see that and say they should report things just as, do you not understand how things are framed? Again, like with the pictures, with the headlines, with the what's inc- with what's included, with the quotes they get, this isn't like expert genius level stuff. You do not need to be an expert. And I will say very clearly, doing something for a long time doesn't make you an expert. Yet, people are given the title of expert just because of that. This person has done something, so they're an expert. If anything, many times they just weaponize that ability. Because it gives them trust and now as people see they can run with that trust and do anything they want, oof. I mean, and that, that's the danger with, like, accountability, journalism not actually leading to stuff. Like, there's people who still see, an, like, an article about, like, Harvard and how, like, they're doing, there's all kinds of, like, ridiculous, corrupt shit going on there. Like, Harvard, I thought they had such a, a liberal leaning. Like, what that, again, liberal means nothing. Nothing. But why did you think that? Why? Simply because they, you give the benefit of the doubt to rich people. No. Here, here you go. No, no business outside of maybe local, local family-run businesses. They're all fucking corrupt, man. Like... That like it's it's crazy. Okay, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> all right, they are all out for their own, and whatever will help that is generally, not always, but generally, what they'll go for. The people who've made money in businesses like that doesn't mean they're good at something else. Another thing, don't assume just because somebody is good at one thing that they're good at running another. I don't know. I'm, I'm already. There's so much more, and I'm already winding winding down. I'm like getting tired of this because everything I talk about, I know it deserves. So much more context. So many more examples. And I have it all. 
and yet I have to speak about it like in generic terms. It sucks. I'll go a couple more. Uh, using outliers to make horrible points. All right, you think victims of abuse. You think the one in a million who make it up. You think that makes it okay to always question everyone who comes forward with abuse forever. You think it's okay to make it like, oh, see, it's it, like the fault, the guilt should actually always be put on the accuser. Do you know how much it takes? How much guts it takes to come forward, especially against someone who has influence? Man, it's, I can't even imagine. And it's just brutal. The shit it gets put on them. The, um, whatever's in it, Jesse, whoever, who came forward, like, some, some sort of, like, um, uh, like, so, some sort of, like, like, uh, he said a crime occurred because of, like, some sort of racism. I don't know. But it turned out he made it up. So you think that makes it okay to assume everything, every accusation of racism is just made up now? You're really going to ignore, like, the reality of society. No, you're not. It's just bad faith. That's what you're arguing. So you cannot let people get away with pretending they're ignorant when they're not ignorant. People are not stupid. You talk about empowering other people. If you always treat people as if they're stupid, they're going to weaponize that. That's what's going on. And they know that. I mean, there's just a whole, I mean, right now there's like just the whole hypocrisy, everything about hypocrisy being deemed a positive trait. Like, oh, everyone's, everyone's hypocritical in times. Like, that's the excuse you can get away with for anything. Like, everyone has their own hypocrisies. Even for when that can be true, hey, let's not celebrate it. Let's try to get better, be better people. Is that too much to ask? Another thing, if it's not illegal and it's all good and whoever disagrees can suck it, that's pretty much what so much comes down to. So what's legal? What's illegal? Well, it depends. Interesting. I guess, I mean, looking at, like, what just happened with, like, I'm recording this, first of all, on uh, June 11th, 2023, so I can say, um, like, what just, what just happened with the Live 
PGA Golf thing. There are some golfers who stood up for what was, I, won't, I don't even want to say good, just not evil, in refusing live. Like Tiger could have gotten, Tiger Woods could have gotten like hundreds of millions of dollars. Other people, same thing. And they said they just wouldn't do it because that's like, it's an immoral, the Saudis, like they're running an immoral operation. And then, uh, and the PGA, like the guy who did the deal, like I'm not, I'm not into every detail of this, but it's just a matter of what the bottom line is. So the guy who did the deal, basically, he just like all of a sudden s- switched, and totally got in bed with the Saudis, and the Live Tour wasn't even successful. It wasn't like oh they had to. It was like the Live Tour they were showing how great it could be. The Live Tour was like floundering, and then all of a sudden. Now they just bought up the PGA, which means they're probably going to buy up every fucking pro sports thing. So somebody like Phil Mickelson, who who um, was signed by Live Early, made all kinds of dirty money that way. Now he's being championed as like some sort of like guy who hey he knew it all along. What what? What a prophet, like smart guy. There's absolutely no way he should be painted in a positive light by anyone. This is what I mean by morality. Yeah, congrats to him. He made the money anyway. He doesn't need to be labeled as some prophet when it's just the the PGA head or whatever head of the players association whatever the title is didn't even talk to the players and just randomly agreed you're giving Phil credit for that for just I mean this is the stuff you gotta watch how it's framed because no matter what happened no matter what the result was he did a shitty thing There's really not much to it than that. That's how it should be framed. And these are the things I just don't... I don't see people making any sort of these arguments. Like, when things happen, like, when people just do horrible things in government, it's always framed as like, oh, this is good politics, or this is bad politics, or it's a matter of whether you could win or lose. Like, if you framed it as like, this is just a garbage thing to do, morally, people would pay attention. Because you know what turns people off a lot from politics? Hearing the word politics. Because again, I will repeat, it has no meaning. And second, they're just basically, their mind is trained. If it's politics, that's not a part of their life. And it's just crazy people doing crazy things. And just, hey, they have nothing to do with it. It cannot be framed like that. It cannot be framed 
without morality. Everything has morality. Everything. Fucking call me woke. Like, fuck that. Talking about morality as like a 10-year-old kid is taught. Like, oh, there's so much stuff that deserves to be really dug into. And that's like when I, when I was going to do this podcast with the other person years ago. It was every week we were just going to go over stories. And only by doing that could you really, really get a full grasp of what my mindset is and how it's so different. Even though if I describe it right now as like, hey Adam, what do you, what, like, what, why is, what do you believe in? What makes your mindset so differently? It's just saying like more, I am, I prioritize morality and like, I don't know. I just, like, there's nothing that stands out. It just sounds like a cliche. So only in the reaction to each individual story could you see how different it is. I don't know, man. It's just all destroyed me. It's all destroyed me. And... I'm going to regret not saying a lot of stuff. I'm sure. I mean, there's so much. I mean, I can just look through. I actually, the funny thing is, I know when I, whenever I uh, record things, even just talk in general, like when when it's in the moment, like I always blank on words. So it's funny, like when I when I was gonna do that podcast, like I actually have a document of just terms. There's just a list of terms, and each thing it's like it's not even more than like the most it's like three words. Most of them are one or two words. Most of them are one. <laughs> I can just go down here. I mean, like false equivalence. Just see everything that I could just. go for so long on with so many examples and it's interesting I don't know man and I probably went for too long on celebrities because I don't I mean I, but I think it's more what it represents and how people treat everything almost like Celebrities. It's like either you're a celebrity or you're nothing. I don't know. What I'm talking about, if there's one thing it's not, it's negativity. I mean, shit, whatever. Like, with all the things, like, I've ranted about, it's, it's the most positive thing you can imagine. Because, like, this needs to go away. 
And so in order to for everything to get better. And again, the, it's it's like I mean, even calling like activists, like activism is amazing. And, but the mass majority stuff like just be like just have a fucking spine for the lowest bar of just I don't know man cause you're I mean if you have any sense of standing for what's good then you know goddamn well you're up against people who have no shame so stop trying to speak rationally with those people if there are those who you find who do have shame and that means they have a conscience. That means speak to them rationally. Don't like go off on them. So that's the thing I don't do. I don't go off on people. I don't hate anyone. And that's that's the wild thing. Because like it's always like even like I, I, I bring it back to like Duke again, but like it applies to everything. Like I talk about like it, I'll mention like oh a call went against Duke that shouldn't have and everyone will be like yeah 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 everyone's like piling piling in to agree with me blah 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 and then like two plays later I'll be like man that was that was a terrible call that was gone that went in favor of Duke and everyone's like they don't know they, they don't know how to take me so the thing they do end up doing is apathy and, and apathy if you're I don't know. In society, I guess it's the, it's the worst thing right now. It is the worst thing. So you get nothing. Because I guess if you're getting hate, you're getting attention at least. That's the way. I'm not saying it for me. I'm just saying that's the way it's viewed. And that's really tragic. Every one of these shows on TV, it's like, it's just how much drama can be involved, whether it's scripted drama or first take sports drama where they're just yelling at each other. Don't fucking say you don't like it if then you watch it all the time. You're supporting it. Don't say you want good coverage of anything or good shows and then don't support them. Why do you think every fucking movie that makes more than like a dollar is is like some superhero movie now. Because everything's been dumbed down to that point. I'm not saying those movies are dumb. I'm just saying it's easier just to put out obvious stuff that they know is going to make money. I guess I'll end with like, think about... I'm a I'm a music huge music nerd. I remember when basically the industry as it was kind of blew up as streaming was uh, coming in big. I thought it was like the coolest thing ever because finally people would have control or more control of what became popular. And now what you hear is that, oh, music sucks. Music, music isn't as good. 
especially I mean I'm into hip hop. Um, like that's my thing. I mean I'm into everything, everything, but uh, especially hip hop and. It's just fascinating in the ignorance because of how people just won't look for shit. They just won't. And when you don't try to find shit, you don't know what's out there. And if you're going by some playlist that is curated by people who are paid to make playlists, then all you're doing I mean, it's just so stupid. And then it's like, basically, music got worse because people are just that lazy. And let me be clear, music hasn't gotten worse. It's just what's heard mainstream. And it sucks. It sucks that it's that way. It really sucks. So music's bad because uh, I'm too. I need to be spoon-fed. Everything. I'm not willing to like look for it. My team only loses when the refs, or uh, refs are all corrupt. You can see how this applies to other areas of life without even me mentioning it. I think that's what it comes down to. And that's where it's, when it's all normalized and enabled, it's not tribal shit. It's not tribal. That's narcissism. We need positive peer pressure to just get people to understand that, hey, yeah, I know it's, it's not, it's not illegal to be a dick, but maybe you could try not to be. Just because it's like, hey, be a kind of cool thing for you just not to be an asshole. People can be good. Don't fall on bullshit to support what you you whatever it is you believe in not being good. That is such a cop-out. Uh, Trying to think there, what was the, what was the, uh, well, I mean, I remember like, for religion, I remember being saying I was agnostic for a while, but then it became more of a there it is. I just remembered uh, secular humanism. That's that's what I believed for a while. That fit me more than anything else. Cause you know what? I just believe in people. I believe people are capable of just being good. 
and the fact that they keep proving they're not doesn't make me negative. Because I still believe they can be. I'm still an optimist. So calling out what's bad is not something that makes me negative. Remember that call out what's bad and be what's good. Be what you want others to be. Golden rule, platinum rule, everything. We need to simplify things to where it just, it can't just be that though. It has to be calling out what's bad. It has to be really doing it because there are going to be constant people grifting for what's bad. Even just like donating money to, to a cause. Know what the hell you're doing. Because what that because what occurs day to day still you need to speak out speak up for that. Represent what you want. Be good, man. Be good. It's all I've ever tried to be. I've never done anyone wrong. Ever. Ever. It's tough because I know that recording this Once, once I stop recording, it's all done. Once I post this, if I, I do want to say one thing, because the end result of me is going to be inevitable, and people who have known me will be beyond surprised as to how I ended up with a um, with a gun. Two years ago, I, I had a feeling I knew how this was going to end. So when I still had money, I got a gun. And in one sense, it was to see how easy it was. Because, I mean, I hate guns. I absolutely despise guns. But I need a way, like, I am not the type of person who could, like, poison myself or starve myself or anything like that. I knew nobody was going to help me. The end result of this was going to be inevitable. So I needed to find a way to just make it quick and easy. So I got it. It was... Even easier than I thought, which is so disturbing. Even though it's, I mean, everyone knows it's true. 
I even went to the to the range twice with somebody who I know. Taught me how to how to use it. Despised it. I despised both times. I even got uh, bullets. So that was two years ago. A week ago, it's like, oh my god, it's finally. Like I hadn't touched it in in, in two years since then. A week ago, when I when I knew the time had come, I went and uh, okay, so I got the bullets. Try to load in the magazine. I'm like, this doesn't like nothing makes sense about this. Like it's not fitting. It's too small. That they're too small. Like I don't understand. Like this is like the easier part. Just it, it was just like to kind of just make sure I could do it when the time came. You know what the you know what the crazy thing is when I ordered the bullets two years ago, I actually somehow managed like because like. Well, when I, I mean, so the per, the, well for what I purchased, I mean not not to get into it, but like they're like oh just get whatever bullets apply to that gun, so I did. It ended up those were just like the bullets; they aren't weren't like put together. It was just the weirdest thing. So I, like I was like freaked out. I was like, oh my god. Like, I'm not going to be able to do this. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, I have nowhere to live. I have no, I have no, I have no, I have no options. Like, I wasn't going to go that route anyway. So, yeah, I went I went there to figure out what, what was going on. And that's when they told me, like, it was just a bullet that I got. And they had a, uh, the full ones, and I got that. And, uh, yeah. So, fortunately and un- and very unfortunately... I guess now I'm good to go. And I was supposed to conclude everything two days ago. But I, I, I knew I had to record something. And then yesterday, all day yesterday, I just tried to do it. I couldn't do it. And as I mentioned at the beginning, it really unfortunate man I have so much to say I couldn't do it because I'm just it wasn't me being convinced it was being having absolute I mean I just people don't give a shit what I have to say and it just makes no sense like I am convinced I was either meant to do great things or horrible things because the way people have responded to me throughout my life just makes no sense. And I've, not, I've never been any, like, I've never been picked on, ever anything like that. I always had friends, like, blah, blah, blah. But in terms of what matters, like, it either should have made me so insane to go to the point where I do a horrible thing, or I should have reached a point of success where then the stuff I say would have had an amazing impact. And I think once I did not achieve that success, mostly because, huh, here's a tip. Don't be a, um, a leader and a people pleaser. Those two things cannot coexist. Cannot. You cannot be both at the same time. 
or anytime. That failed me more than anything. So once I did not achieve that success, it was more just, I couldn't do, like I wouldn't, I was not going to ever do anything bad or horrible to anyone else. When I got that gun, you better be fucking goddamn sure it was for no one but me. I would never hurt anyone else no matter what. I despise that gun. I absolutely despise it. But that is, uh, I guess, as much as I can say about that. I'll post this. Be good to each other. Equity now. Stand up for morality. Stand up for equity. Stand against what's bad. Be vocal. Okay, you last thing. You want to know what... Uh, I remember the story that fucking hit me like a brick. I'm into uh, horror stories, especially audio, and there's a No Sleep podcast, which mostly is kind of very tame, but eventually, once in a while, will get me. Not for fear, but for like just kind of more that when they do their more reality based. Um. Uh, no Sleep Podcast story, The Good Thomas Shea. The Good Thomas, S-H-E-A. It's a story they did, uh, it was like for a Christmas episode, like, I don't know, like five years ago. Um, it's, not, it's not even scary. There's one part of it, like 30 seconds with violence, that's it. But not, there is nothing I've ever heard which depresses me more than anything else because I don't think there's anything more representative of society in the way that is. And that's, if you want to know what I'm feeling, that story represents it. That's it. Appreciate you.